Hi, this is Bill Crockett, and welcome to the Biblical Counseling Series, Let's Talk Marriage. A biblical look at marriage and what it involves before you do it. May God bless you as you study this together. Well, welcome to the Biblical Counseling Series, Let's Talk Marriage. So glad that you have chosen to go through this study, and whether you're a single person looking to figure out what marriage is all about, or whether you're a couple that's doing this together because you're thinking about getting married or you're already engaged to get married, um, I hope that this biblical study on what marriage is, some practical aspects of marriage, I hope that all of this will be to you and will help you as you prepare for one of the biggest decisions of your life, and that's the decision of marriage. Let me just briefly give you an overview of what we're going to be doing through these next 12 sessions. These recordings are designed to be anywhere from 10, 12 to 15 minutes long, and they're they're basically put together to help be uh, a guide as you go through the Let's Talk Marriage study booklet. Um, for example, there will be many Bible verses that will be used throughout the study, but I would rather that you look these Bible verses up together and even pause the recording as you look some of these verses up, read them together, so that you can see the biblical foundation for everything that we're going to be talking about. Also, each of these 12 sessions is, as I mentioned, designed to go along with the Let's Talk Marriage study booklet. If at any time you have questions or you need uh, some advice or some direction, please don't hesitate to email me at bill at billcrockett.com or go to our website at www.fycp.org and send me a message through the website and I'll do everything I can to help uh, guide you and answer your questions. Now today we're going to begin with session one and uh, it's found on page one of your study guide and it's entitled, Why Are We Here? There are three main reasons why an individual or a couple would choose to go through what we call a biblical premarital counseling series. And that's what we want to basically talk about today. Why invest your time and go through something like this? What is the purpose of this? And that's really what the session today is all about. So if you look at your study guide, you'll notice that there's a statement underneath um, the title of this session. And you, you'll find that true about every session. The statement for this one is, Good marriages start long before the wedding ceremony. Marriage, like any important decision in life, should be prepared for. Uh, it needs to be thought through. And, uh, and, of course, as a believer in Christ, you need to pray about it and get God's peace and God's wisdom before you make such a huge decision. There are three re- reasons I want to go over with you as to why we go through a biblical counseling series like this. Reason number one is to get counsel, to get advice. Let me read you three verses, Proverbs 11.14, Proverbs 15.22, and Proverbs 24.6. These verses that are listed here under this section. Let me just read these to you. Proverbs 11 and verse 14 says, For lack of guidance, a nation falls, but many advisors... Make victory sure. What God is telling us is, smart people seek advice before embarking on a major decision or a major endeavor. Another verse, 
Proverbs 15 and verse 22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. And then finally, in Proverbs 24 and verse number 6, the Bible says, For waging war you need guidance, and for victory many advisors. So I think you can see that God clearly says it's very, very important. Before we embark on a major endeavor, before we make a major decision, before we launch a major project, that is very, very important that we seek counsel. We seek advice from some wise advisors. Now, two things under this that I want you to notice why we get counsel. Number one, wise people seek counsel before making decisions. And that's why we're going through this series. Let let me just tell you where we're going to get our counsel from. First of all, A, on your outline, God is our ultimate counselor. Uh, Take some time, read together Psalm 16 and verse 7. God is the ultimate counselor. Now, what does he use to counsel us? B, the Bible is our counseling tool. Psalm 119 and verse 24 teaches us that. It is through God's word that we get wisdom. C, the Bible gives us wisdom and understanding. Psalm 119 verses 97 through 104 talk about the fact that the word of God, the principles taught in the Bible, they are where we get our wisdom and our understanding from. Um, And I wish we had time to talk more about that. But understanding is simply knowing what God means when he teaches us principles in the Bible. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. So I have to have knowledge first. Knowledge involves understanding. Knowledge is not just getting facts, but it's understanding how those facts actually work in real life. That's understanding. And through knowledge and understanding comes wisdom knowing how to apply biblical truth to our life so that we do the right things. And then finally, the Bible directs us. Psalm 119, verse 35. Psalm 119, 105 says, Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So, wise people seek counsel before making decisions. That's why it's so important that you go through these 12 sessions of biblical counseling before you decide to walk down that aisle. Now let me pause to say this. There may be some of you that are going through this series and you have already become engaged. You've already decided that we're going to go down the aisle that this is what God wants. We're going to get married. Let me just encourage you that as you go through these 12 sessions, keep your heart and mind open and let God lead you through the principles of his word. If at any point during this series you decide that maybe we need to wait, maybe we're not ready for this yet, um, that we're not exactly prepared, then you wait. Don't force a decision that one day you will regret. Now, I'm not saying that you'll need to do that, but as you learn God's Word and as you go through the series, at least keep your mind open. So first of all, wise people seek counsel before making decisions. Number two, Wise people look honestly at themselves and the Bible. Psalm 119, verses 57 through 59, talks about the importance of being honest with yourself and with God. The reality is, the reason you're going through this series is because, hopefully, you want to know what God says. If after you find out what God says, you realize that it's not what you had thought, 
then be honest enough with yourself to do what God says. Two things under this. A, be willing to honestly evaluate your life. We're going to look at a lot of areas of life as we go through these 12 sessions. Be willing to honestly evaluate your life in light of God's Word. Then number two, be willing to bring your life in line with the Bible. Make sure that your decision matches up with the principles of the Bible. I don't know if you've ever heard the story that Jesus told about the wise man and the foolish man building a house. The foolish man built his house on the sand, and when the rains came and the storms came, the foundation crumbled and the house fell apart. The wise man built his house on a rock. So when the rains came and the storms and floods came, his house stood strong. The illustration of that is building our life, that's the house, on the rock of God's word. Doing it the way God says to do it, so that when the storms and the floods of life hit your relationship, your marriage won't crumble. The storms and the floods of life are reality. They're a surety. They're going to come. You're not going to go through married life without problems. You need to make sure that you've built your relationship on the foundation of God's Word so that when that happens, your marriage doesn't crumble. So first of all, why are you here? Why are you going through the series? To get counsel and advice from God about how to do it. Number two, the second reason we go through this is to understand what marriage is all about. I would venture to say that 70 to 80% of all the problems that come, at least in the early years of marriage, come because of false expectations about what marriage was supposed to be. Um, Young couples get ready to go through marriage and they have all these ideas of what life is going to be like after they get married. And one of the biggest misconceptions is that marriage and love will cover up all the problems, and if we can just get married, we'll never have any problems anymore. Because love will conquer all. Well, the truth is, love does help conquer everything. However, it does not eliminate the problems. So, we need to understand what marriage is all about. A lot of young couples, they're married for a few months, and they start to argue and have disagreements. And their first Um, idea or inclination when that starts to happen is, well, we shouldn't have got married. We're not really meant for each other. We made a mistake. And the reason they say that is because they're arguing or because they have problems. And somehow in the back of their mind, they thought, if I get married, I'm never going to have problems. Therefore, if I'm having problems, then that must mean I shouldn't have gotten married. Nothing could be further from the truth. Marriage does not eliminate problems. But in order to handle problems in marriage, we need to understand what God says. So, part of the reason we go through this is so you can understand what marriage is really all about. Now, how are we going to do that? Three things I want to mention. Number one, marriage is God's institution. In Genesis chapter 2, verses 18 through 24, the Bible teaches when God instituted marriage. Adam, God saw, needed a help meet, so he made Eve, and he put the two together. So, during this series, we're going to learn biblical guidelines for marriage. If God is the one who created marriage, then who better to learn how to live and run a marriage from than God, the one who created it? Number two, marriage takes two people. That means you've got to learn to get along. During this series, we're going to do two things. We're going to assess your readiness. 
Are you ready to get married? If you love being single, then don't get married. Stay single. Because when you get married, you're not single anymore. So there's a lot of things you can do when you're single that you're going to have to give up when you get married in order to devote yourself to the marriage relationship. And number two, we're going to learn how to develop communication skills. One of the biggest issues in marriage is a lack of communication. So we're going to work on that. And number three, you need to understand that marriage will be attacked by the enemy, who is Satan. That's why during this series, we want to identify potential problems and address them now. So that when they come in your marriage, you already have a plan and you know how to address these things. You know how to deal with these problems so that they don't destroy your marriage. So why are we here? To get counsel, to understand what marriage is all about. And then finally, number three, to determine God's plan for your relationship. God does have a plan. Romans 12, 2 talks about the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. That's what you want for your life. You want God's perfect will. God wants you to choose the best. Read together Colossians 1, 9 and Philippians 1, 9 and 10. And you'll see, God wants you to get wisdom so that you can discern and understand what is best for your life. So, session number one, why are we going through these 12 sessions? Well, now you know, to get counsel, to understand what marriage is all about, and then to together determine what God's will is for your life and your relationship. Now I'd like for you to uh, take some time and go through the personal application section on page four of session one, and then do some private meditation. Read Genesis 2. Discuss together what God talks about in Genesis 2 when he created Eve for Adam and began the first marriage. And so we finish session one, and uh, we're off and running. God bless you as you read the scripture and work through this together.